Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, November 14th. S&P futures are trading down um, only a few points, actually, just rebounding close to unchanged. Uh, Europe had similar price action, was weaker in the morning, although it's rebounding, and now it's down fractionally, essentially unchanged, and Asia was mixed overnight. So, um, you know, one comes in this morning and just and just scans the, some of the headlines, and you would think that the futures would be down much more than they than they actually are. Um, you know, you had pretty bad economic data out of China, industrial production, retail sales, fixed asset investment all fell short. You had a pretty bad Japanese GDP report. You had a pretty bad Australian jobs report. You had the Cisco report last night um, where the quarter was fine, but the guidance uh, fell short and the and the qualitative tone on the call. Um, and I have I have some notes from the call in the Vital Dawn this morning. Um, you know, that tone was pretty gloomy, too, where management talked about a, a broad based deterioration in demand across product lines, across geographies. And then obviously you have, um, you know, the reports yesterday about snags, obstacles, et cetera, in the U.S.-China trade talk. So, um, you know, one comes in this morning, you'd expect to be the, you'd expect the futures to be down much more than they are. But, you know, like I said, we're essentially back to flat. Um, and I think kind of just, you know, cutting through everything, U.S. equity investors, and I think investors globally, um, are really focused nearly exclusively on U.S.-China trade. So despite some of the reports about obstacles, um, it still looks like the two sides are, are negotiating and heading towards an agreement. The Chinese Commerce Ministry this morning said the two sides are still holding in-depth talks. Um, I don't really consider that to be incremental news, but um, I guess it's better than the alternative. Um, you know, If the major obstacle is just this agricultural purchase issue, I think that's the easiest uh, difference to resolve. Um, the, whole, the whole concept of you know, which tariffs to rescind, when to rescind them, that to me would be a much thornier problem. So if they've if they've kind of mastered that part, and it's not clear if they have, and the last snag is this, you know, forty to forty to fifty billion dollar annual agricultural purchase demand, um, that to me seems a much easier obstacle to overcome. So I still think you're heading for a phase one agreement. Um, you know, the consensus remains unchanged. Where you know the street expects that agricultural purchase number they expect um some minor concessions on fx policy and ip protection they expect china to open up its financial services industry more to foreign companies and then in exchange the us will um not put in place the december 15th tariffs and then roll back the september 1st tariffs so that is the consensus and i still feel that that is the likely outcome um and i think people feel if that were to come to fruition a lot of the other problems around the world um, would start to abate, including, you know, if you go back to that Cisco call last night, management was pretty clear that, um, you know, a lot of their customers are grappling with the same uncertainties that investors are. Um, and so if you were to start to resolve some of them, especially China trade, you would see demand trends improve. So, um, you know, all roads lead back to this whole China trade process. If you can alleviate trade uncertainty with phase one, with the Eurozone auto tariff decision, which should be hitting any day, um, with the Huawei waivers, then you know the global landscape would look a lot better, and I think that's kind of the main thesis that bulls are hanging their hat on. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I acknowledge all that, and I'm not really pushing back. I do think that you're going to see, um, you know, the trade the trade outlook in January should look much better than it does now, or than it did a couple months ago. Um, and you still have central banks that are that are that are uh, easing and are very accommodative. Um, I just think a lot of that is already embedded in the S and P. Um, and so the proverbial wall of worry is a lot smaller than it had been. Um, and therefore, and you're already at stretch valuations. I just, you know, so I, I feel it's hard for the PE to expand much further than it's already at. And I think it's very difficult for phase one to kind of surprise on the upside. 
um, to that consensus I just laid out a little bit before. Um, so that's kind of the broad thesis of the world this morning. Um, you know, that, that's kind of all the main macro news. Like I said, bad eco data, um, you know, bad Cisco, um, et cetera, but just being offset by continued US-China trade optimism. At uh, Actually, at 5 a.m., China came out and formally lifted the restrictions that had been on, in place on imports of U.S. poultry. So this was widely expected. China had been talking about doing this for a while, um, but still, it's you know n- nice to see that it's actually coming to fruition. Um, you know, a few micro items to talk about today. Um, you know, Cisco obviously was a big focus, but there are a few other ones. I laid them all out in uh, the Vital Dawn this morning. Um, and then, as far as looking at the calendar for today, um, you know, Walmart is hitting at around 7 a.m. That to me will be the big news. Um, obviously, um, great insight into the state of the consumer. Powell will be testifying again before the House, so before a different committee than yesterday. Um, I think you know Powell's testimony yesterday didn't really impact markets. I don't think it will today. The Fed and and nearly all the Fed officials who are speaking are pretty clear, um, even the doves, that they're, they're going to be on hold for the foreseeable future, barring some um, real significant shift in economic momentum. Um, and that go, you know, the bar for hikes is very high and the, and the bar for uh, further cuts is very high, too. So, you know, the Fed's on hold and I expect Powell to just reiterate that message today should be uneventful. So Walmart at 7 a.m. should be the main focus of the morning. And then after the close, we get some more October end earnings reports with AMAT and NVIDIA. And then obviously people will be on the lookout for any unexpected uh, trade developments. Um, and then just looking into next week quickly, um, you get a big economic number out. Um, next Friday. So that is the 22nd where the November flash PMI is hit. That's the first economic data point for the month of November. Um, You're going to get minutes from the Fed and ECB next week. And then you get a lot more October end earnings, especially a lot of retailers. So, um, you know, we we saw the gap warning last week was kind of the first official October retail update. Um, Walmart today will be the second. So, you know, people will be watching these retailer reports closely just to get a state of the consumer. Uh, So that is pretty much it for today. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Vital Dawn podcast.